Ever wonder how your buddy got those exclusive wrestling superstar action figures? Finn Balor or even that Ric Flair autograph 8x10 photo that you can't find in stores? Chances are they came from Pro Wrestling Loot, Professional Wrestling's most unique and fan-friendly monthly subscription box. Pro Wrestling Loot customizes a 5-7 to seven item mystery box for wrestling fans that includes exclusive t-shirts, action figures, collectibles, trading cards, pins, autographs, and more that you can't find anywhere else. Today, for all of our last podcast you'd want listeners, we have a deal for you. Just head over to ProWrestlingLoot.com and enter the promo code LASTPODCAST to check out to save 20% off your first box with Pro Wrestling Loot. With over 20,000 followers online and presence at some of the biggest conventions in the United States, including WrestleCon and StarCast, Pro Wrestling Loot just isn't a business. With ties to indie, mainstream, lucha libre, American, and European pro wrestling, Pro Wrestling Loot is always sending out the most unique items with you in mind over the last five years. Sign up today at ProWrestlingLoot.com for just $24.99 and start receiving your monthly Pro Wrestling Loot box. Plus, for a limited time, enter code LASTPODCAST and receive 20% off your first box. Pro Wrestling Loot. For the fan and all of us. Hey everybody, what's going on? Steve here. I just wanted to say what's up, as always, before the episode. I hope 2020 is treating you the best that it possibly can. It's treating me decently well. I hope it's treating you well as well. You know, well as well. I don't even know. I'm super tired, you guys. As you can tell by the title of the episode, it is episode 65, The Criterion Collection, Quentin Tarantino with my brother, Nikki Karen. We welcome him back to the show. Uh, we go through the collective works of Quentin Tarantino, and we rank them least favorite to favorite, uh, much like we've done in the past with other genres, with other directors, yada, yada, yada. We haven't actually done it with directors before. This is the first one. Uh, but with that, it's going to be a lot of fun. I went to the movies this weekend. We're going to get into that, and then we're going to get into everything else. Uh, I went and saw the Impractical Jokers movie. If you happen to be a fan of the TV show, I highly recommend checking out the movie before it leaves the theater. Uh, It's just a basic continuation of that. I won't give much away. If you happen to know what it's about, you know what it's about. If you don't, go check it out if you like comedy. Uh, It's four friends that do challenges uh, to embarrass each other, and they have to do what the other ones say regardless of what the challenge is. And if they don't, they fail. Uh, I mean, if you know Impractical Jokers, you know Impractical Jokers. Other than that, uh, guys, I'm going to get into the episode. Uh, I love you all. Thank you for coming on this journey. Uh, I'm very excited for what the year has for us. I'm very excited just for life in general. I mean, I understand that that life can be clunky, and I know that we can definitely have times when we think that life is shitting on us, and we think that life isn't paying attention and you just have to do your best to to trudge through it like i i understand and and i know i i drabble on sometimes but i'm just gonna take a real second because i'm really feeling this like i i i take a lot of time to record these you guys get honestly i can't even tell you what take you get but very rarely do you get the first take and i'm just feeling a flow here and I'm going to go with it. Guys, you join me every week for this journey. And 
not a lot of you talk to me, and I understand. I'm new, I'm starting up. I don't have a big followership, but I have a followership, people that are willing to listen. And you might be fast-forwarding this like I do with some of the introductions on the shows that I watch. But I just want to let you know that you're loved. And everything is is going to be okay. You may be going through the shittiest point in your life. It's going to get better. It'll always get better, even when it's at its worst. It can only get better. And I've been through some shitty fucking things in my life. And I'm still here because I fucking love living. And I love life. And I love everything that comes with it. Good and the bad. Take it all, folks. This is episode 65 of the last podcast you'd want. My brother from another mother, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikki Karen, tip the veal, try the staff, I love you all. Enjoy the episode. Opening this week in the theater, we have The Way Back, we have First Cow, and we have Disney and Pixar's Onward. Of these three films, I will most likely be seeing Onward. It is a film that my wife has expressed a lot of interest in seeing, which is something that she quite often doesn't do for the theaters. Those are the films that are coming out this week. I hope you have a chance to go and check out something that you enjoy. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Coming in at number five in the box office this week, we have Bad Boys for Life with $4.4 million. Coming in at number four with $5.9 million, we have My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. With number three in the box office, we have The Call of the Wild with $13.4 million. Coming in at number two, we have Sonic the Hedgehog with $16.3 million, and opening in number one at the box office with $28.2 million, Universal's The Invisible Man. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the top five films in the box office this week. I'm excited to see what five we'll have next week. You there? Sweet. Yeah, okay, cool. Now I know it's going to be recording because uh, I just did the incoming call instead of the outgoing call. What's up, baby? How are you? Doing good. How you doing, baby? Uh, I came. I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. I drove around yeah. for work today, and then I came home, and I passed out for like two and a half hours. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I just yeah. came back from the theater. Cool. What'd you go see? 
No, no, I mean uh, my theater. Oh, you were working? My, my, yeah, my, my stage theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got a show coming up. What show? It's called uh, Sonia, uh, Vanya Sonia Masha and Spike. Sure, Manya, Moshe, Spike, and something. Yeah. <laughs> Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike. Very, very Russian and Jewish of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. All right. Um, well, we're recording, um, so we can we, go, We can go. you know, however long, yada, yada. Um, mm-hmm. So you have, you have your list all set, all 11? I, I do. I do have all 11. Cool. Although, it should be 12. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, can no, you? No, no. Sin, all, all, all 11. Sin, Sin City. He, he guest directed a scene in Sin City. Oh, guest directed, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 not putting sensitivity on this. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine, that's fine. Okay, cool. Um I'm gonna give my edit point so I know where to start. Uh and yep. then we will start the show. Uh I'll let you um go ahead and start since you're the guest. Start or what? Oh, start my list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once once we get into it, I'm saying I'll let you start it. Since oh, yeah, that's guest, fine. Since you're the guest on the show. I was like, start what? What are we doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nikki. Okay. Get me, get, let me get my pause and I'll be right. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the last podcast you'd want. We got another fun episode. We bring back today a former guest. It's not a normal episode. It's a fun little countdown episode. Everybody say hello to my brother, Nikki Karen. Nikki, what's going on? Not much, brother. Not much. Just uh, looking forward to this episode. I've been looking forward to it for a while. I'm very happy that finally we got to to get together for this. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you... I have not figured it out by the title of the episode or anything. If you haven't listened to the episode of me and Nikki talking beforehand, we are going to be doing another countdown episode, much like I did with Andrew on Batman movies and Arturo with Halloween films today. Nikki and I will be counting down the top 11 and we say 11 and I'll explain it in a minute. The top 11 movies of director Quentin Tarantino. Now yay. I say yay. I say eleven because in reality, if you ask uh, Quentin Tarantino, he has only directed nine movies because he stated that he is only going to do ten and then he's going to retire. Uh, in reality, he has directed uh, ten films and he directed one segment of another film, which we are including. Um, honorable mention to the one scene he directed in Sin City, but we will not be including that in today's list. No. Uh, so before we get start started, I have to say I think it's pretty funny uh, that we texted each other while well, I texted you. Um, this list was a little bit harder than I expected it to be. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I had my, uh, my number 11 and my number one locked in, and then everything in between was just how do you, how do you, how, do, how do you rank it? How do you – yeah, I, it's – oh. So so without further ado we're going to we're going to jump right into it. Nikki, what is your uh number 11 of the top 11 films of Quentin Tarantino? 
Uh, number 11 will have to go to uh, the movie that I only saw one time. Well, I've, I've seen movies one time. But uh, I saw it one time and had no desire uh, to see again, not in a uh, not in a uh, no, incredibly bad way, but in a uh, once is enough, you know. So that's good. I'm gonna give that slot to uh, to Death Proof. Okay, Death Proof. Yeah. Uh, Death yes. Proof was was part of the double grindhouse Grind feature. Yeah, that's that's right. The other director was Robert Rodriguez, who did mm-hmm. Planet Terror. Yes, and Death Proof is essentially uh, Quentin Tarantino's story of Kurt Russell, who is a stunt driver uh, who uh, methodically kills women uh, by basically just destroying them with a car. Yes. Yeah, um, I can. I can. Yeah. So your number eleven uh, is there? Is there a reason? I mean, can you give a reason why you don't why you don't like it? Why it's your number eleven? Well, I, I I remember I didn't see it in theaters. Actually, I didn't see a lot of these in in theaters. Um, I didn't see it in theaters, but uh, I was working at a bar in New York, and it uh, came on on one of our DVDs because we we would put uh, DVDs in the movie and watch movies and blah blah blah. Uh, we were working at the bar and we put in Grand House and I was watching it and I was like, Oh, that's right. I haven't seen this. So I was trying to pay like really close attention to it. And I realized it was not for me. <laughs> sure. So, sure. Yeah. No, it, it just, I, yeah, I, I just, there's something about it. I, I, I yeah, it's number 11. That that's, that's all I can say. <laughs> well, uh, I much like um, uh, Drew and I with uh, with the Batman series. Uh, my number eleven pick is Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino. Um, Yay! They're, they're all they're all by Quentin Tarantino. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, my number eleven is Death Proof. Uh, it is it is my least favorite of the uh, movies that that he has made. Uh, for me. Uh, as as odd as it sounds, especially with some of the other picks that have coming up, um, too much dialogue, not enough mm. action. Yeah. Um, it's as 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 I mean, it, for people that watch certain films, they're like, oh, there was just too much talking, and I just want to look at them and be like, well, have you ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? Um, but yeah, <laughs> for for me, Death Proof. Uh, too much dialogue, and yeah. we pretty much talked about the rest of it with you. So let's move on to number ten. Number ten. This probably won't be very popular pick, but I am choosing Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh, all right. Yeah, Kill uh, Bill Volume Two. I I might have to get more into it in Kill Bill Volume One, uh, but. I'll just say I, I feel like Kill Bill Volume One. When I when I first saw it, I did not realize that there was going to be a Volume Two, so I had already like finished. Like I, I I'd seen it and I was like, great, that's a great stopping point. Let's stop there. Wait, and wait, I didn't wait, wait, it was wait, wait, two. Nikki, Nikki. First of all, it was called Volume One. Well, second, I, I didn't. Second of all, really. 
Yeah, the, at the, the time, I, the I didn't movie, realize that. The movie ends with David Carradine asking Sasha, does she know her child is still alive? I know. How did you think? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was I was retarded at the time. She only killed half of the assassins. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you. <laughs> this was so long ago, but it just stuck with me. To, oh, I just, to I just had to mute it. I was coughing so hard. I had to mute my microphone. Oh, Nikki, you are giving me such big laughs here. All right, Kill Bill. You're welcome. Kill Bill Volume Two because you did not. Yeah, realize. I mean, I, it was. I I liked Volume One so much, and then Volume Two came out. And it was just a slower pace than uh, yeah. Volume One. Have you seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? Well, no, um, <laughs> in comparison to Volume One, uh, what sure, is what sure. I'm saying? Sure, in sure, comparison. Sure. And I was just like, I was waiting for the good stuff, and I was like, okay, all the good stuff was in the first one. I mean, the second one, uh, a terrible movie. It's not death proof, but it's still, you know. All right, all right. Number 10. Number 10, Kill Bill, yeah. Volume 2. Uh, yeah. This is what we're, we're we're starting to diverge on that path for me. My number yeah, 10. Yeah, I figured. Jackie Brown. Ah, I, I, actually, I had a feeling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for for a while, it really was uh, my, my least. Um, it's a lot. It's once again a lot of talking as a film yeah. that that I really I really should go back and revisit it's probably a lot better than I remember it being um mm-hmm. but for the time and the age that I saw it at uh it didn't it didn't get me it didn't get my it didn't get my attention uh, it didn't keep my attention um mm-hmm. and yeah so for me number 10 uh is Jackie Brown simply because I All don't right. have I don't have a lot of particularly fond or good memories of, of enjoying it. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not, I'm not going to harp on it cause I'm not a big fan. Uh, so let's <laughs> just, uh, we'll, we'll hop right on to number nine for you. Um, uh, that, yeah, it's, it's a little awkward since we're going to go right back into Jackie Brown, Jackie Brown. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I only put Jackie Brown over, uh, Kill Bill Volume 2, because, uh, as you said, I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, I only saw it once. Um, but I do remember um, when I did see it that I thought, damn, if I was a little bit more mature at the time of watching, I might actually really enjoy appreciate it. this more. Sure. You know? And I remember thinking, it's not my cup of tea, but damn, was it well made, and damn, was it uh, just a, a good, solid movie at the time that I watched it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, so, right, there. I'm right there with you. So just like you, uh, I would have to go and rewatch it again uh, today, and not right now, but like, you know, when I'm older and wiser and... <laughs> All that kind of stuff. So yeah, so a couple. I, I might change my opinion after I, I I see it again. But, a couple more, yeah. a couple more years when you uh, 
when when you're you know you're forty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, this is uh, going to be a little bit awkward on on my end because uh, we go from uh, uh, you doing Kill Bill Volume Two to me doing Jackie Brown to you doing Jackie Brown to me doing Kill Bill Volume Kill Bill Two. Volume two. <laughs> my number nine is Kill Bill Volume Two. Um, oh, that's great. It's it's a fun film. It's an entertaining film. Um, that I feel it was as entertaining as the other movies he's done. Obviously not because it's my number nine. Um, <laughs> but I, I I enjoy it. I thought it was well done. Uh, I love the fight scene between Uma Thurman and Daryl Hannah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just there, there's so many good things. That's the thing about Quentin Tarantino films is it's like there's not a bad movie. Like that's the thing the fans have to understand. They're not bad movies. We just no. we, we like them. We like them less than we like the the other ones that we do, or that we exactly. Have. So yeah. So yeah. So for me, number nine uh, is Kill Bill Volume Two. Uh, so I say we'll just move right on to number eight for you. All right, number eight for me. This might be uh, unpopular, and this took me a very long time to to try to fit it in because it, it great movie. Love it. Uh, this is once upon a time in Hollywood, but there are just too many, uh, movies that captured my interest more, uh, that I had more memories of. I mean, obviously it's his, uh, latest one. So I don't have, you know, years of memories of it, but, um, Really great film, and uh, I noticed while I was watching, it's a film that I can sit back, not have to really pay attention to what's going on. I can sit back, watch the filmography, listen to the music, watch the acting, uh, and just just take it all in. And like a cinematic gold is what it is. But others rank higher. Are you there? Yeah, sorry, I was muted. I was, I was, I was talking. No, this is this is the fun of podcasting. Uh, My uncle, (laughs) but but my uncle Paul texted me while we were on the phone, and I was tapping, and I didn't want it to come through while you were talking. Um, Um. I I just said. While you were waiting for me, I just said a bunch of stuff while I was muted. Uh, <laughs> so that's really that's really fun and entertaining that I was like fully talking to you while you were talking. And, <laughs> oh, the fucking joys of podcast. Um, I love it. Okay, so your number eight is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a it's it's. Yes. A, it's a little bit higher on the list for me. I can understand where where your positioning is for it and why. Um, mm-hmm. I'll talk about it when it gets to to my point on on the list. Um, but for me, uh, number eight would be Django Unchained. Oh my! That is a very uh, that's a big surprise to it's me. A very it's a very serious film. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's a very well done film. Uh, I love Jamie Foxx. I love Christoph Waltz. Uh, that film is just very, ooh, it's, yeah, I've only seen it once. I saw it when it was in the theater on Christmas Day when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, that, that film is uh, very intense. That film is very serious. Um, but I feel that other films hold up just a little bit more uh, than, mm-hmm. than, than Django. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I completely I, understand I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a very serious film. I mean, all of, all of his films are very serious, but for me, Django was a little bit more serious and a little bit less comedy, which you can have in the film. Um, but yeah, for me, for me, number eight, just, just basically Django Unchained. Okay. Alrighty. Number seven. Number seven for you. I'm I'm still reeling Never. over the I'm still reeling over the phone being muted. <laughs> yeah, I actually threw, already forgot about it. So <laughs> threw, threw my whole game off. I had to blow my nose as well. So uh, okay. Okay. Well, keep fine. going. Number seven. All right. You. All right. Number seven. Uh, number seven is going to be Kill Bill Volume One. Interesting. Uh, any reasons yeah. behind uh, this being number seven? Um, not really. I mean, it's a great film. I loved it. I loved watching it. I've seen it a million times. Well, not a million. I mean, like five. <laughs> I've seen it like five times. Like five um, million times? That's a lot more than a million. No. <laughs> uh, and it, I mean, it's 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 great. But I every every time that I watch it, it it feels. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know how to put it into words, but uh, and I don't want to say it got old for me because it didn't. But something along those lines. Sure, sure. I mean, I get it. I don't. Yeah, I you, don't. You, but, you can you uh, can enjoy you can enjoy it, but it's not like every time you watch it, you learn something new. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kill Bill. And, uh, I, I, so Kill Bill, Kill Bill uh, Volume 1 is your number seven. Kill Bill Volume 1. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a fun one. I enjoy it. Uh, once mm-hmm. again, for me, for me, a little higher on the list, but we'll get to that when it comes. <laughs> uh, for me, number seven, a film I've only seen once, uh, and I've talked about it before on the podcast. Uh, the Hateful Eight. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I love it. It's a great cast. Um, I feel that it's. It, I think it's funny because, like, if, if you haven't seen Hateful Eight, I'm going to talk about things in Hateful Eight that that happen later in the film. But it's like the beginning movie with the opening credits. They they fully give credit to Channing Tatum. And about, yeah. And about 20 minutes into the film, I completely forgot that I had read Channing Tatum. And then he, and, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then he pops up for like 10, 15 minutes in the last 20 minutes of the movie and then gets killed. I, for, for something like that, uh, like, like you can just not credit Channing Tatum. You cannot, you can put his, <laughs> his name at the end of the movie, at the end credits, but like something like that, like that's a fun little, 
little little something that that they that they add in. Yeah. Um, not to mention, I've mentioned it before. Uh, I, I understand the time period. I understand the the, the condensation. Uh, I think they overuse the N word in that film. They do. They and, do indeed. That's like my biggest gripe with it. And if I could just take out Sam Jackson's whole speech about Bruce Dern's son. Oh, yeah. If I could just take out yeah, the Yeah, that, that was rough. It, it Very, very rarely does a movie or a show make me physically uncomfortable. And I mm-hmm. understand that's like the emotion that he was trying to probably provoke from people. Um, yeah, that like... <laughs> The the only the only thing that I as as odd as this fucking sounds and this is this is a, a far stretch. The only thing that has made me uncomfortable as Sam Jackson's story in in the Hateful Eight is mm-hmm. is Michael Scott in the Office, like the first <laughs> like the first two three episodes. <laughs> I always tell people, I always tell people, if you can get past Michael Scott's social awkwardness in the first, like, three episodes, you're set for the show. He's just, just he is so awkward. Do you, I, 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 do you watch The Office, Nikki? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, so, I totally know where you're coming from. Yeah. Those first three episodes, like, if yeah. you can get past Michael, you're great for the show. But mm-hmm. Sam Jackson's story about about what he does and Michael Scott are just two, two for me, equally comparable levels of, of <laughs> awkward, of just pure uncomfortableness. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand that. I was, I, I, I too was very uncomfortable with it. With that. With, yeah. 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 And the thing is, is I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it at home. So yeah, me too. I, I know that the theater had an intermission and I forget whether it, the 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 story either happens right before intermission or it happens right after intermission. Um, <laughs> for the sake of the audience, I always hope it's after intermission because I would hate to have to listen to that and then go to the lobby and be like, uh, "Medium <laughs> Sprite, oh my god!" I had no idea that they had an intermission in the theater. I'm not getting a hot dog. I'm telling you that much. I'm not getting a hot dog. Um, <laughs> Yes, yeah, in the theater they 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 had a, an, an intermission. Um, but that that is my um, that's my number seven. Let's move on. Let, let's let's move on to number six for you. Oh Jesus! Okay, um, number six for me is Tarantino's first, which is Reservoir Dogs. All right, there we go, yep. Mr. Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink, Mr. Brown, Mr. Mm-hmm. Blue. Blue. Yeah. yeah. I want to see No, uh, like, so, so good. Um, I don't, and I hate saying this, I haven't watched this in probably over 15 years or so. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes me sad. Um, I really wanted to go back and rewatch all of these um, before this show, but my schedule did not allow for that. So um, 
I remember bits and pieces, uh, you know, all the, the, the scenes that are like iconic, you know, even some that weren't iconic. Uh, well, I, 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 just, I just remember. Mm-hmm. No, well, I was going to say, I would say that, uh, uh, all of Reservoir Dogs is iconic. There's, there are very few see, I mean, you, you, every scene you can, you can talk about, but I'm, I'm sorry, continue. Oh no 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 that's that's quite all right. I mean like what what I'm what I'm saying is uh what I feel is iconic because I only remember like maybe five or six key scenes and the rest I just I can't remember but I do remember just like with Jackie Brown that I fucking loved this movie and um just the 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 Mr. Pink. Why why am I Mr. Pink? Like that's because you're, you're a pussy. Because you're a pussy. Exactly. That entire scene just like it lived in my head for like two weeks back in the day. Right. You know, it, it's just one of those scenes. And I you know I I, I love uh, guys in suits or something. <laughs> guys in suits are saying good good. Yeah. So that so that's your number. Uh, yeah, that's your number. We'll, we'll go with that. Sure. Yes, sure. That's, that's my number six. Number six, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Once again, because I haven't mentioned it, a little higher on the list. Um, mm-hmm. num- number six for me uh, is a film that takes place uh, in Nazi-occupied Germany during World War II. Um, oh my goodness! Inglorious okay. Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Wow, I thought that would be higher. Uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, I think it is a very well-done film. Uh, one of my favorite things about that entire film uh, is Mike Myers for the mm-hmm. six minutes that he's in it. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's, there's, like, like, there's so much to love about that film. I, there, for, for obviously for me, it's number six. So I feel that there are other films that are higher. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, once again, going back to Christoph Waltz. Uh, this was yeah. our our first introduction to Christoph Waltz with Quentin Tarantino, uh, and mm-hmm. and he's <clears throat> he's amazing. Uh, he plays, um, you know, just just one of the the highest killing Nazis around, uh, mm-hmm. and then you have Brad Pitt and his whole crew, and you look at it, and and it's it's amazing. There's Brad Pitt. There's Eli Roth. There's B.J. Novak. Once again, going back to the office, B.J. Novak. You have Sam mm-hmm. Levine. Um, I heard a great story. Uh, the scene when uh, they're they're going to kill, uh, when you first introduce uh, Eli Roth's character, um, I wish I could remember his actual character's name, but they call him the Bear Jew. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, no, I, I remember that in the in the. So, in the... In yeah, the yeah. forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Tarantino did this this whole scene. Um, and what he did is he took the time to go to Sam Levine, who just plays one of one of Brad Pitt's men. He plays the smallest one. And he basically, you can find it online. Like, I've heard it on another podcast with someone talking. But Tarantino essentially goes up to Sam Levine, and, and he's, all, he's all like, hey, I want you, I want you to hit him with, with the butt of your gun. This is a Nazi. He's killed your people. I want you to hate him with all the hatred that you have in the world. That's essentially what he tells him. 
and and he does this away from the the guy playing the Nazi, and then he takes the guy playing the Nazi and takes him to the side and takes like five to ten minutes with him talking with him, because there's this big scene where essentially like Brad Pitt calls him up and Sam Levine hits him with the butt of the gun. He goes, he's talking to you, sweetheart. You need to get mm-hmm. moving. And the Nazi stands up, turns around and stares Sam Levine down. Apparently like Tarantino looked at the guy playing the Nazi and was like, if you think that you can take that gun from him and kill him, take it, kill him. You're going to die anyways. You know this. So he basically was having them completely just play off of each other, much like it would have been during World War II. But it's that whole fact of, of the scene could have completely changed. If that actor yeah. felt he could have gotten the gun from Sam Levine and just killed him, Tarantino probably would have gone with that. Oh, and yeah. That, that whole scene would have changed completely. And mm-hmm. that's what – that's. Like, say, looking at it, yeah, it, should, it, it might be a little bit higher, but the love for the, the films that are higher, I have a little bit more love for. Uh, but yeah, that is, no, I, that I get is, it. That is my number six. Moving, All into, right. moving into the I, top. I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, I that listen is to, awesome. I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff. So. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. But that brings <laughs> us to number five. We're moving into the top five, Nikki. What is your number, number five, five film? My number five is Pulp Fiction. Wow. I love Pulp Fiction. I oh. do. It's uh it's in the middle. I know. Shocking. Um and I love it. It's uh it holds a dear place in my heart and the soundtrack, um uh, probably going to get a lot of shit for saying this, but I find the soundtrack uh, to be better. Like, I, I will listen to the soundtrack over watching the movie, which sucks. But... No, I get uh, that. It's got, it's got a killer soundtrack. Yeah. Like, one of the best soundtracks that I've got. You were like, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. And I was like, oh, he's going to call it Subbar and Pedantic. <laughs> Shallow and pedantic. Oh yes, shallow and pedantic. Yes, I completely. Shallow agree. and pedantic. Mm, yes, is it raining again? Mm. <laughs> Condensation. Condensation. Um, Shut up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um. Once again, you and me just getting into inside jokes. Inside jokes. Yes. 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 Um. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, no, the soundtrack is amazing. The cast is better. Yeah. The cast is fucking insane. I loved it. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those movies, and it's on. I'll watch it, but I'm not, I'm not watching um, Made for TV. You know, I'm not watching it without all the all the gore and the cussing and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to um, see... I want to see Sam Jackson say, does he look like a bitch on TV, not does he look like exactly. a bitch as <laughs> yeah, but it's Barza. So I'm not even getting. I'm. <laughs> he is a bitch. Um, no, no, no. One hundred percent regular uh, Pulp Fiction. None of these yeah. movies should ever be watched on regular basic cable TV. With oh God, no. No, 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 no. But yes, Pulp Fiction. It's great. Mm-hmm. Little, a little bit higher on my list. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that is your number five. That's my number five. Perfect. Moving on to my number five, previously mentioned by you. For me, it is Kill Bill Volume One. Da, 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 da. Um, I very much enjoyed this in the theater. Uh, this movie came out right when I got my job at AMC 8 in Encinitas. So mm-hmm. being able to see a movie for free whenever I wanted, uh, I saw <laughs> this movie five or six times in the theater. Uh, I would show up before my shift and I'd watch it. Uh, if there was time, I would stay after my shift and I'd watch it. Uh, I mm-hmm. watched it a couple times. Uh, Uma Thurman's fight against the crazy 88 is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, her sword fight with Lucy Liu is awesome. Wiggle that big toe. Uh, there's so yeah. many good, there's so many, I mean, well, that's just Tarantino's foot fetish, but let's. Buck and I love the fuck. I'm Buck and I love, and, and I love to fuck. And then he gets his, his lip bit off. It's amazing. Um, yep. No, there's, there's so much to love uh, about, about Killville uh, volume one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my number five. Um, all right. And, and uh, yeah, I, that's that's all I got to say about that. Uh, so, what's your number four? <laughs> uh, my number four is Hateful Eight. All right, number four is Hateful Eight. Uh, I've, yeah. I, I have said my feelings on the Hateful Eight. Uh, yeah, what, I know. <laughs> what what are what are your feelings on the Hateful Eight? <laughs> well, just like you. Very cringeworthy and incredibly awkward in the sun, uh, talking about the sun yeah, uh, yeah. scene. Um, and the, the, we'll go back to the whole way too many N-bombs going on. Um, yes. I mean, the first couple, I was like, okay, you know, Tarantino, you know, whatever, that's great. Well, it's during but the time it, of the Civil War, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I, over-abusive. Yeah. yeah. And I and I get it, and I I could look past it, which is why it's higher, uh, because I was able to look past the, all the end bombs. But I mean, it did uh, annoy me. It, it annoyed me in Django as well, um, but it annoyed me more in the Hateful Eight. But anyway, it's just it's just a movie that I can I can watch, and uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, Ooh, what's going on? Ooh, what's happening now? Ooh. This ooh, what's that? Ooh, who's this? Ooh, what are they doing? And it's just one of those movies that I can be, I completely entranced in, and just love from start to finish. And I know the whole Channing Tatum thing got you bummed, and it it kind of got me bummed too because just like you, I saw Channing Tatum in the opening credits, and then completely forgot that he was Channing. Right. Until he popped up, and I was like, oh. Oh, oh, that's, that's right. He's in there. Oh, that's right. And then and then he fucking oh, died. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, <laughs> that's my number four. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Hateful Eight for the number four. That's good. Uh, for me, uh, previously mentioned by you, mm-hmm. uh, we have Quentin Tarantino's first movie, Reservoir Dogs. Huh? Yep, yep, yep. Um, it's it's one that I've I've always enjoyed. Uh, I, I, so going back to what you were talking about, you were talking about how like, there's like five or six key scenes that everyone remembers. So for Mm -hmm. me, it's going to be the opening scene with them talking about tipping waitresses. 
That's yeah. going to be your first one. You have the introduction. You you can call it kind of the 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 meeting where everyone gets their names. That's yeah, going to be another one meeting. from sure sure sure. Uh, there is the backstory of Vincent Vega because they kind of give a backstory on not everyone because you don't mm -hmm. learn about Mr. Blue. You don't learn about Mr. Brown. Uh, no. You don't, you don't, you know, you learn about kind of Mr. Blonde. You learn about, uh, oh, you don't even really learn about Mr. White. You really just learn about Mr. Blonde and Mr. Orange. Yeah, those that's the only ones that you, And those are your other two points. You get the key mm -hmm. point of, 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 of the Vega brother. I forget Mr. Blonde's first name. I just remember that he's a Vega brother because uh, mm -hmm. Vincent Vega is uh, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Yes. And then Mr. Blonde is, I, I wish I could remember his fucking, it's not like I don't have the fucking internet in my hand. God damn it. Um, How dare you not be prepared, boy. Right. But, so they, so I know who you're talking about. A lot of people, a lot of people, you know, some people know that, some people don't. But in the, um, Quentin Tarantino cinematic universe, Mr. Blonde and, and Vincent Vega for Pulp Fiction are in fact uh the same uh they're not the same person. They're brothers. They're brothers. Yeah. And and Tarantino always wanted to do a uh Vic. Vic Vega. There we go. I pulled up I pulled up IMDB. Um Mr. Yeah. White, Mr. Orange, <laughs> Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink. Mr. Blue, Mr. Brown, those are all the misters. Yep, yep, yep. No, uh, I was going to say no magenta. But no, no magenta. No, no magenta. That's or, or riffraff. Or, or Columbia. Um, or Columbia. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, everyone knows uh, uh, stuck in the middle. Mm -hmm. Torture uh, team, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a fun one. It's a fun one. I'm saying it's a fun one right after the torture scene. It's a fun movie. It's fun and entertaining. It's a great song. And everybody dies. Spoiler yep. alert! Everybody dies. Yeah. Um. That's just a spoiler for life. Uh. So that is my number four. We are heading yeah. into the top three. Nikki, what top is your three. We go all out for the sound we go all out for the sound effects here at the last podcast Oh, my number three uh is kinda weird because it's got the four in it. My number three is four rooms. And this is going to be the film that I was talking about, The Collective Works. Yes, Four Rooms. I fucking love it. Tell me about your so, thoughts on Four Rooms. So fucking good. Uh, I can rewatch Tarantino's uh, Tarantino's bit in that like over and over and over and over. Lighter doesn't click. Chop. Screen. Chop. Money. Run. Done. Fucking... Um, Fucking done. I love it so Amazing. much. So like, Tarantino, Tarantino, your favorite of the four stories? Oh yeah, yeah. The the that that final one, man. I I I, I, I can't I can't stop laughing at it. For me, it's so a, for good. me it's a toss up. It's a toss up between that and Mind the Children. Yeah, I did. I did love Mind the Children. Um, that's number two. 
for me, for me, it would go. It's, it's a tie between Tarantino and Rodriguez, which mm-hmm. is which is mine, the children, and then it's this, and then it's the witches one, and then my least favorite story. I, why am I saying this? I have I could say this on mine. Never mind. And then my least favorite is the is the dude that has his wife tied up. You continue talking about four rooms, and I'll talk about my favorite bits when it's my turn. Actually, the the last two are are my last two. Um, I I, I the, the the witches and then the wife tie up uh, yeah. goes in that order. But um, no, like four rooms, man. I when I first watched it, I didn't know what the fuck I had just watched. I was like. Why am I getting so confused about this? And then I found out four different directors, and I was like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." And then I rewatched it uh, with uh, open eyes, so to speak, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's fucking amazing!" And then I would watch the the last. Uh, I would watch Tarantino's part like fifty million times and laugh my ass off every time. It's that fucking lighter, man. That lighter just gets me. That that's what got me into Zippos as a as a kid. Uh, I think it might be a Zippo. Uh, fun fact: I'll just throw this one on yours, uh, on your on your pick, because uh, I have other things to say about Four Rooms when I when it's on my turn. Um, mm-hmm. That's not a real episode of The Twilight Zone. The episode that he's talking about with the lighter in the car. It's not a real. It's not a real episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is always fun because you can like call people on bullshit on that one. If they're like, "Oh, like, like, yeah, I fucking love that episode. That was great." You'd be like, "Oh, well, it never happened." I think it's the Twilight Zone. It's either that or it's like Altered States or The Outer Limits. They're talking about one of those old timey black and white '60s sci-fi shows. But whatever episode they're talking about with um, uh, Steve. Uh, Ava Queen. It's not a real episode. Tell me that you said Steve. Fuck me. No, I. I, I like you're, you're you're Steve. I am. I am. I was trying to think of McQueen. No. But yeah, well, four four rooms. Four rooms is, is is a good one. Yes, I, I I love it. Excellent. Well, that brings me to my number three. Um, and I won't say much about it. We've already kind of talked about it. Uh, my number three is Pulp Fiction. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love it. I think it's uh, a very well done film. Um, I remember bits and pieces of it from when I was younger, like young enough that I shouldn't have been watching it. Um, oh yes, but yeah, I I love it. I think it's great. Pulp Fiction. Uh, what a cast: John Travolta, Sam Jackson, Uma Thurman, Tim Roth, Doug, uh, one of the Arquette sisters. Rosanna, I think, Rosanna Arquette, um, mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi for a brief minute, um, you know, like such a, such a fun, uh, film, uh, one of the first films that I remember watching that is shot just completely out of sequence. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, that's my number. That's, Oh, that's my number three. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, your number two. Uh, my number two was previously talked about with you. Uh, it's going to be Django Unchained. Brad, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so hear me out. 
I know, um, you know, the, the N-bombs, we, we already talked about it, the N-bombs, so many N-bombs. The but I, 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 I just, I, I couldn't keep my eyes. I, 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 I mean, I kept my eyes glued to the screen. I couldn't take them off. Um, like, it was one of the first movies in a very long time that was just, like, I, I was drawn in. And I could, like, the, the my peripherals, uh, I remember, like, melted away. I So I had, like, no peripherals. It was just a movie. And I saw it, uh, I think, two more times after I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it one more time in theaters and then another time um, at home. But, like, uh, it... It made a lasting no, it, impression. It, yeah, a, a very lasting impression. I mean, it was it was there, there was comedy in it, you know. There was drama. Uh, there was a whole lot of bullets. Um, it, had, it had Leonardo DiCaprio cutting his hand open legitimately. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, pardon me. I'm sure you know that one. Uh, you know that story, but the scene where he slams his hand on the table and he cuts it open wasn't intentionally done, and he really did cut his hand open. Oh, really? I I did not know that. Yes. Yeah. The scene the scene when he slams it down and cuts it that was completely unintentional, and Tarantino oh. kept it in because fuck why not? It's great footage. That was actually yes, great footage. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good. Uh, so Django Unchained. It's yes. I'd probably say it's, it's probably one of my wife's least favorite Tarantino films. I'd say her least favorite would probably be Reservoir Dogs. She wasn't Ouch. able to... It, it was that... It's a very slow-paced film, Nikki. No, I know it is. And, you know, that's why it wasn't um, number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's great. So that's... Uh, so you're number two... Uh, Django yes. Unchained. Number two, uh, Django Unchained. For me, number two, uh, previously mentioned, uh, Four Rooms. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I I, I love it. I think it's uh, a ton of fun. Um, uh, there, there's so much. I hold on. I'm trying to trying to properly put my words together. Uh, I really love Four Rooms. Uh, Tarantino, like I said, Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez's stories uh, are basically tied for first for me. Uh, but the one little sub-story I love that comes out of this is if uh, Four Rooms hadn't have happened, uh, we might have never had the version that we got of From Dusk Till Dawn. Really? Because, really, because Tarantino and Rodriguez met on the set uh, this is the story I've heard. Whether this is the actual story or not uh, is, is you know, neither here nor there. But this is the story that I've originally heard that I love. Uh, is essentially Rodriguez offhandedly was talking with Tarantino and essentially was like, they were talking projects, projects they'd like to do. And Rodriguez was like, oh, man, I'd really, I'd really love to do a, a vampire film. Like, I've really been wanting to do a vampire film. And Tarantino just looks at them and goes, Oh, I just wrote a vampire film. Here, you can, here, it's yours. Direct it. Oh, shit. Uh, and 
like I think Tarantino even like auditioned for the part the, that that he got in uh, in that film, playing uh, George Clooney's brother. He actually auditioned. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but back in the day, yeah, no, I okay, yeah, now that I think about it, I get it. <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, I want to say um that that yeah, he still had to like partially audition uh for uh Richie, Richie Gecko. Mhm. But that's uh that's yeah, for me for rooms uh is great and from it we got uh you know, we got the the great movie, you know, mm-hmm. of of uh, from dusk till dawn. Yeah, I gotta I gotta rewatch that at some point. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that in ages. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. So, uh, yeah. but with with that, um. I'm I'm looking at it. So I'm looking I'm looking at random information. Um yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm I've looked at the movies that we've talked about. I don't know what your number one is. Um well, if, it looks if you're like, keeping looks, track at home. Well if you're keeping track at home. It looks like Tarantino did actually write the role of Richard for himself, so he probably he probably uh, uh you know it says here that it, I'm I'm reading random information on IMDB while we're talking. And it says Quentin Tarantino was originally set to direct the movie, uh, but decided not to so that he could focus more on the screenplay and his role as Richard Gecko. Um, Okay, that that makes sense. But as far as I know, I've always heard the story that him him and Rodriguez met on on Four Rooms. Um, Whether or not, I mean, if any of my listeners happen to know whether that story is true or not and want to comment on any of the things that they're not commenting on. So for the people keeping score at home, they probably realize what your number one is. I am not so much uh, on that. What (laughs) is your number one, Nikki? That's okay. I'm I'm the same with with your pick. I, yeah, I'm not keeping track either. (laughs) Uh, My number one is Inglorious. Faster. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's Brad. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. I already said my whole fucking bit on it. Uh, tell me yep. why you love Inglorious Bastards. Um, kind of same reason I love uh, Django because uh, when I saw it in theaters, the same thing happened to me. Like my peripherals dropped, uh, and I was just drawn in the story it was just a much better and more not relatable story but a more um uh a subject i know more about i guess you can say that um and uh, you know there's so many uh nazi movies and blah 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 and whatever but this this had a, a different take on it um like I remember uh, laughing at so many things that nobody else would laugh at, and then I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was that was probably inappropriate laughter." Shit. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing with Tarantino is Tarantino one hundred percent right jo- writes jokes that that are inappropriate to laugh at, but mm-hmm. are are funny. Um, yeah, exactly. I can 
I can tell you right now, like, I can think it's an inappropriate line, but I will laugh at it every time, and that's Pulp Fiction. And that's, does it say dead inward storage on my garage? No, because my garage ain't used for storing inwards. Um, it's Fucking like, Tarantino, man. I love that guy so much. I love him. It's an inappropriate joke, but we're chuckling about it right now. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a fun. It's a funny line. Um, yeah. You know what else is a funny of, line? What? Does it say "dead mom storage"? No, oh, no, right, right over there. No, you know why? Because I don't store dead moms. <laughs> If you didn't, if you haven't listened to the episode before, Nikki and I, both of our mothers are dead. Like I call him, I call I call him my brother. He's my best friend in the whole wide world. We've known each other since we were nine and ten years old. We're both almost forty, so we're going on thirty years of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and uh, for some reason, to both of us, inappropriate humor. Um, is how yeah, we that, deal that with ranks very high. Very high, very high, especially very high. So, so that's that's one of the key reasons why Glorious Bastards jumping back sure. in for this. Absolutely, <laughs> um, Glorious Bastards was uh, my number one. Yeah. yeah, and and it's it's a fun one. Um, here's a fun story uh, for Inglorious Bastards that I, I'm not going to lie. Probably only you will find entertaining. Uh, so when Inglorious okay. when Inglorious Bastards came out on uh, 35 millimeter because uh, it did actually come out on 35 millimeter, it was if you were building it up um, for a reel to reel, uh, it was three reels. Really? So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the theater that we used to frequent, La Paloma. Yeah. <laughs> the the owner. Uh, one Alan Largent would like to uh, partake himself, uh, would like to partake uh, wine. And one mm-hmm. night while while he was playing the film, he played the first reel and then he played the third reel. <laughs> he, he skipped like 45 minutes of the movie without realizing it. And like went to do a check, like went to do a check at a point and was like, he was drunk. And he was like, wait a minute. This is, <laughs> and, and essentially refunded the whole theater. Went, like basically, oh. basically looked at them and said, uh, hey guys, uh, I apologize. I accidentally loaded the wrong reel. I can do one of two things. I can refund every, I can. No, okay, let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that because Alan never refunded anybody. Well, yeah. Anybody. He said I could do one of two things. I can play the second reel out of order and you can still kind of figure it out what happened or I can give you a free ticket to come back yeah. and see it at another point in time. Exactly. Uh, uh, let, let me guess. He was also high at the time since he is... An avid pot smoker, if you will. Might have been. Might have been. <laughs> yeah. Might have been. Uh, he was. He was definitely. I know for a fact when he told me that story. I know for a fact he had had a bottle of wine. Yeah. 
He was. I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you. As <laughs> he he was an avid marijuana. He, he, he we're talking like he is dead. Alan is still one hundred percent alive. He's very much alive. Yeah. Very much alive. Uh, yeah. I he he is more of of a an avid wine drinker, I would say, than he is a marijuana smoker. Mm-hmm. But that's neither being here nor there. Ooh. We get to my I get it. one. We get to my number one pick. Number one. My number one, I want to say, was your number eight. My number one is Quentin Tarantino's latest film, Once Upon a Time, Upon a time in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, just Hollywood just, land? No, Hollywood. Just, 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 just Hollywood, I was going to say. Yeah, just yeah, Hollywood. Um, I, I truly loved um, this this movie. The, the pacing, the builds, mm-hmm. everything, the script. Uh, everything that goes with it, I I, I love I loved one hundred percent. Um, and and I've seen I've seen other things from Tarantino since I have seen um Once Upon a Time. So it's not like that. This is just like oh, it's the last thing I saw. So naturally, it would be number one for me. Um, mm-hmm. n- no, like like Tarantino is just he's like a fine wine, really. He's just getting better with age. So many yeah, people. This is true. So many people were complaining, like that's not what happened. That's not that's not how the Manson murders went down. And I look at them and I go, "All right, first of all, you're a fucking idiot because the movie <laughs> tells you right from the get go it's a fairy tale." Yeah. The the movie is called Once Upon a Time. Once Upon that a how, Time. That is how every exactly. fairy tale starts. Once Upon a Time. Um, Even I knew that. And this and this was his this was his take. This was his vision. Uh, and I fucking loved it. Uh, yeah. Just, just the not even dealing with Charlie Manson, not even dealing with Charlie Manson, just dealing with 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 Rick Dalton and and his life and and his stuntman. Fuck Brad Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are such great character actors. People don't oh, look God, at yeah. them. People don't look at them as character actors, but they are amazing character actors. And and, and the the one scene I love, I love, it's it's the scene when Brad Pitt when he's on the roof fixing Leo's house, and then he stops for a second, and it's it's he has a flashback of of like the problem that he had with Kurt Russell's wife when he gets into the fight with with Bruce Lee. But what I love, yeah. he's in a flashback, right? That whole scene is a flashback, and in that flashback, they have a flashback in the flashback. Mm-hmm. I, I, and and that whole fight scene, yeah. and then when it's all when it's all said and done, just Brad Pitt, just that just that moment of him standing on the roof, and him just kind of chuckling to himself, just being like, "Yeah, it's probably be a bad idea if I showed up." Yeah, but you you forgot to mention that while Brad Pitt is on the roof, he is a shirtless Brad oh, Pitt. He is a shirtless Brad Pitt. And oh, that he's man, he's a hunk. That man is a hunk. Oh. He is a hunk. Oh, two two hetero, two fully grown hetero males here <laughs> saying Brad. Oh, ruling over Brad Pitt. What a fucking hunk. What oh. a fucking hunk. God damn that man! I just oh. 
I could do lawn. I could do laundry on those washboard ads. Oh, <laughs> oh, indeed, indeed. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood uh, is my number. But also, um, all, all all the ladies in that movie. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no. Marco uh, Until until you saw the uh, uh, armpit hair. <laughs> and, and then I was, I was like, that "Oh, out. that's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, that, that's the era. That's right. That's the era." Did you see? Did Fucking you notice? Hippies. Did you notice Kevin Smith's daughter was one of Charlie's girls? Yeah, I did. Charlie Quinn Smith. Yeah. Yep. 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 Wow. So those are your top eleven. Those are my top mm-hmm. eleven. I probably should have written your shit down. Uh, to to recap, Nikki, why don't you recap real fast? Just eleven to one. Oh shit! I erased my list. Never mind. Let's see if I can remember it. Uh, we maybe I can remember it. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me think. Uh, I know it was Death Proof, and then Kill Bill Volume Two, and then Jackie Brown, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was Kill Bill 1. Yep. And then Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Um, and Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. And then I know my, my final four is Hateful Eight, Four Rooms, Django, uh, and Glorious Passage. There we go. And for me, that that was your list. Um, uh, oh, was that- it? That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, because I, I was looking at your list. The only one that we matched on, I think it's super funny, the only one that we matched on was Death Proof. Was Death Proof, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it was Death Proof, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill 2, Django, Hateful Eight, Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill 1, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Four Rooms, Once Upon a Time. Not going to lie, seriously looking at my list, I'd probably switch five and six. I'd probably oh, yeah. put... I'd probably put Inglorious Bastards over Kill Bill Volume One. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my five and six. But I'm saying, looking back on it now that we've really like talked about it, because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, folks, really think about it. Like, like we we had our number eleven. We had our number ones set. We both yeah. knew those were those were those were the ones, and and everything in between. I, I was with a with a coworker, and he goes, "Oh, it can't be that hard." And I show him the list. And he and he starts talking about one and why it should be that. And he goes, oh, but no, 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 no. But wait, there's this one. There's this one. I forgot about this one. And and I just I said, yeah, give me that list back. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Nikki, thank you uh, so much for coming on. We are hitting uh, the hour mark. So so oh my god, I cannot even imagine how long the episode with you, me, and Drew is going to be. I am going to tell you. Uh, folks, I cannot wait for that I, episode. I can tell you right now, folks, this is a sneak peek. This isn't even a sneak peek. I'm telling you what the episode is going to be. You, you've you heard me and Nikki do Tarantino now. You have heard me and Andrew uh, do the Batman movies. Me, Nikki, and Drew are all going to get on the phone, and we are going to be ranking the top 32 video game movies we are taking just about <laughs> just about every single movie that has been that that is made from video games 
and and we're including just about everything that you bowl has done. Mm-hmm. It's like thirty two, and there there are movies. Oh, there are oh, oh my gosh, there oh, there are so. I don't even know how long it's going to be. It's going to be a long time. Yeah, when, when you showed me the list, I was like, holy shit. There's a lot. There, Look there's it like up. 10 movies on there that I was like, they actually made that? Yep. Or oh. that's actually a video game? Oh, this is, oh, this is going to, oh, that's oh. going to be, that's going to be a two or three part episode. That's going to be like numbers 30 through 20, number 20 through 10, and number 10 to <laughs> 1. Oh, my yeah, God. Much. Good Lord. All right, Nikki, um, as we come to uh, an end, uh, thank you, as always, uh, my brother, for doing doing the show. Um, Do do you have any words of of wisdom to to leave the folks with before we go? It could be be the same as last time. I'm not going to be lying. It could be the same as last time. um, I I don't want to say it again. Yeah, drive safe, don't rape. Yeah, see, uh, now that I hear it again, I'm like, oh, that that is a little cringy. But you know what? Fuck it. Drive safe, don't rape. Drive safe, don't rape. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of The Last Podcast You Want. If you don't know, it's a fucking stand-up bit. It's Dan Cummins. Look it up. <laughs> it's that, that man is fucking hilarious. He is I just, hilarious. I just... I just the other day, I just found a ruler in my son's bathroom, so I went and knocked on the door with the pointy and just tick, 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 tick. So every time I knocked, it just left a mark. Um, <laughs> to remind him of his shame. I was doing math while I was pooping. Um, Fractions. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you, Nikki. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the last podcast you'd want. And until next week, Tip the veal, try the staff. I'll see you then. Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you we've got to go. Grab your hat and head for the door. In case you didn't notice, there ain't any more. If you like our show, tell everyone but. If you think it's great,